first episode of 24-7 Health News, sponsored by Sage Life Therapeutics. These stories are going to come from my blog at the word 20, number 47healthnews.com. And we will have a weekly or maybe twice weekly cadence. So some of the topics that we will be discussing will be concerning all sorts of health news, you know, various changes you can make to improve your healthy lifestyle, changes you can make to start your health journey, just all sorts of health topics that um, are blogged on my website to assist all of us with moving to more optimal health. I'm a health coach with Sage Life Therapeutics. My name is Shay. So today, let me give you a couple of disclaimers. I'm not going to talk too much about COVID because I think there's a lot out there about COVID and I think it's enough. I may have some blog posts out there on the website discussing various COVID topics. And if something is super important that I think is interesting, I may mention to go check out the article. I just don't want to get into a debate about COVID. My information that I'll be talking through is not meant to prescribe or be taken in lieu of a discussion with your doctor. You should always talk to your doctor about any health changes or concerns, but I will be discussing topics in the capacity of a health coach and my years of training. So what is the first thing we're going to talk about in the new episode? It's called Small Changes. This is one of my favorite topics to discuss and one of the things that I implement myself personally and I like to discuss it with my clients uh, because making small changes uh, helps you slowly implement things in your life as opposed to trying to cut out things immediately and change your lifestyle right away. It doesn't always work as well when you do that. You get cravings or you binge, or something happens. So let's talk about small changes. I should go back and give you the history first. It was first introduced by James O'Hill, and they wrote a paper, this this special task force wrote a paper, and it was a joint task force in the American Society of Nutrition, Institute of Food Technology, and International Food Information Council. So you can look this up, if you're super interested in reading all of the technical jargon about this, I'm going to try to break it down into some simple items you can do. On the website, the article is called 10 Small Changes, and I'm going to go over those in just a few minutes after I tell you why this is super important. Um, Small changes are more feasible to achieve and maintain than large changes. So that was the first thing I mentioned. It's really difficult to say, okay, I'm no longer going to eat meat like right off the bat. It's more feasible to say instead of five servings of meat per week, beef, for instance, I'm going to have three. That is more feasible to do than to try and cut, 
cut meat out of your life all, all of a sudden. So even small changes have impact on the body. Uh, depending on what you're cutting out, you may instantly start to feel better as you lower that thing in your diet or stop doing like smoking. You may immediately start to feel better as you move forward and slowly cut that thing out of your diet and or and change a habit or increase your activity. These things improve slowly. You feel the improvements and you will continue to move forward instead of going cold turkey, as they say. And achieving small lifestyle changes could lead to increased self-efficacy and could stimulate people to make additional small changes. So you know that there's like 10 things that you do um, that you probably shouldn't. You drink too much or you eat too many sweets or you whatever they are. And you start to, okay, so I'm going to cut back half on my sweets. I get that down and I manage to lower myself down to a certain level of sweets that makes me feel good. Then I take the next thing. What else am I going to cut out? I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to eat a good solid breakfast. I do that thing. That thing helps me, starts to make me feel better. I'm going to increase my activity daily. I'm going to add another 30 minute walk to my day. Those, when you start increasing and, and tweaking your, your behavior and your diet slowly, it helps you make other changes in other places. The small changes approach can be applied to reduce environmental forces that promote increases in energy intake and increases in physical activity. So, and I'm reading directly from the report at this point. So, it helps you start to move. It keeps that, that motivation up because you've achieved something. Set your goals high enough that they make sense and low enough that they're achievable and then move to the next level. And then the small changes approach could be unified platform. So it, you can pick various things that promote one huge healthy lifestyle movement that helps you move forward with all of your health goals. So, I mean, I think there's so many reasons why you could do small changes. This article that's on my website, 10 Small Changes You Can you can Make Today to, to Prevent Weight Gain. So I want to be careful about saying, make these 10 changes. I'm saying, pick something from the list, make that change. Maybe keep the article and then say, okay, once I've achieved that a month later, pick one another thing. Because each of these small changes will result in a calorie decrease, a calorie, you know, burn off more calories. Each of these small changes will do that. But but here's the really big reason why. So when you start to look at these changes, the, the report says from ages 20 to 55, more adults gain between 0.5 and 1 kilograms as they get older. So we either get more sedentary and we don't move like we used to, thus keeping the calories on, and or 
we eat more, which means our intake of calories is more, we're less sedentary, so we start to gain that weight because we're less sedentary and we're eating more. So this results in one to 200 extra calories that you're not doing anything with, which starts the weight gain. And if you are already at a borderline weight that has you slightly heavy, you can move into obesity very carefully. And that's what uh, James Hill was. He was an expert on obesity in America, which you know is a big thing, problem in, in America. So this article discusses 10 things you can do to try and, and uh, stave off some of those, ch- those life changes that may not be good for you in the long run. His original article came out in 2004. So this is just sort of a re, you know, revival of this, of this thought process. And they studied 3,000 people and put them in this weight, weight gain prevention sort of study to try and see what they could do to help people not gain this weight. So here are some of the small changes. Let's get right. Let's get to it. Here are some of the small changes you can make. And again, individual changes. Pick something, pick one thing to do. Try to fit this into your thought process. Get off the bus one stop earlier and walk the rest of the way, presupposing that the neighborhood's okay for you to do that. You could burn 60 extra calories. So if you backed it up two stops, 120, depending on how you walk. So I think that that's a a really great idea. Where I go to work, I definitely get off a stop earlier and walk further to the office. Skip the chips that come on the side with your sandwich or whatever you're eating. So don't eat the don't eat the potato chip. Make you know move, remove that from the thought process. And actually, it says here that's a big deal because you could save hundreds of calorie. Uh, saying no to these or opting for a salad or vegetables on the side can help you reduce your daily calorie intake of up to 200 calories. So especially if the a sandwich is your get down. I mean, if that's something that's in your diet and you don't put the chips with it and you put the salad with it. Not only are you getting your greens and your vegetables, you are decreasing, you know, those bad fats that you get from potato chips, even though they can be wonderful. Uh, Switch from a regular to a diet drink. So this says that here that you could lower your intake of calories by 145. Um, That's huge. That's huge. 145 calories. I would actually challenge you to slowly lower your intake of soda completely if they're talking about soda or just sugary drinks. Some of the fruit punches and stuff are not real fruit punch. They're just sugary fruit punches. So be very careful about that. A long, long time ago, I switched myself to water and I just never switched back. I drink derivatives of water. I will drink lemonade and very and orange juice and that is really it. My, I walk around my house and around life with a water jug in my hand since I slowly moved myself into water. So it was a tr- it was a small it was a small thing that I started with, and you know one meal, at, or after a certain hour of day, I only drank water, and then I moved that hour back, and then I moved it back, 
and then move the back and the next thing I knew the, the main thing that I grab every day is water have an Americano instead of a latte sometimes this is tough for people but the stuff lattes can have heavy caloric intake I drink Americanos as a rule but that's just because I like regular coffee kind of flavor taste and I wasn't into all the mixing of the the stuff with my coffee so but I do treat myself and I have half and half in my coffee so that does give it a nice rich taste and it it it, it makes it you know it gives it that flavor that I that that I used to have maybe when I had a latte occasionally maybe you can try that I'm not sure about that one but see what you could do on to number five add one less tablespoon of oil while cooking so on this one i'm gonna say get one of those oil sprayers that helped me immensely when you pour you pour so spray is better like if you're roasting potatoes and you just spray the top layer of the potatoes and then sort of season them and mix them up and then cook them on the sheet pan as a pourer opposed to pouring the trying to drizzle the oil over the potatoes it, you always seem to get more oil than you need to so I would get one of those sprayers and that has immensely helped me and I feel like it is cut back on the oil that I put on my stuff this one number six is if you have something sweet save half of it for tomorrow very good idea another one that I would think about in relation to that is your late night snacking don't Try not to do it. Try to substitute if you're going to late night snack. I eat pistachios uh, late at night so that I don't eat sweets. I have a Hershey almond bar love. And so I substitute my Hershey almond bars for pistachios at night. It, cr- it gives me a crunch. It makes me feel like my teeth are moving. And my late night snack thing is over when I have that. Uh, number seven is take one or two more fewer potatoes in your roast dinner. That's a good idea. Cut slowly, cut back. You know, if you usually pile up on potatoes and there's a pile high on your plate, don't pile it. You know, get 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 five, six pieces of potatoes and that's it. We are heading into the holiday season, so that's why these sorts of thought processes are very important. Cut back on the portions is what I would say on in relation to this we tend for Thanksgiving and Christmas we tend to go all out and we overeat and then we chill and sit around and maybe not all of us watch football and bounce around on the couch at the football games so I would say cut back on your portions pay attention to your portions your food should not be piled on the plate you should be eating a palm full of carbs, two palmfuls of vegetables and one palmful of protein. That is the my plate style thing that is put out by the Nutrition Association. So uh, look up my plate. That will help you with your portions. Take phone meetings while walking is number eight. So I had some opinions about this. If you don't have to speak in the meeting, then that's okay. But if you have to speak at a meeting, I've been in several meetings where people were were talking while walking and it's actually quite irritating for me. Anyway, like I said, this is an opinion. So I think that you should try to 
unless you have a high tech desk where you have a treadmill under there and you can walk, then I wouldn't do that. If you're just there to listen at the meeting, then it's okay. Unless you have to take notes and you can do that while walking. And incidentally, you're supposed to burn a hundred extra calories if you do that. Avoid sweets completely. So I feel like number nine is kind of the all or nothing kind of situation. And I'm not sure that I would do that. If you start to avoid sweets completely, then you tend to binge. And that's not very good. You know, later if you cut it all out. So I would go with, you know, go back to the try not to eat sweets after a certain hour. Or try to cut back the portion of sweets that you have. I love cheesecake. So I like those little mini cheesecakes you can get. And those make make the portion smaller of the sweets that I take in. And then number 10 is take your dog for an extra 30 minute brisk walk each day. And that should burn you off 150 calories. So let me talk about that for a minute. Take your dog for a walk, take you for a walk, do anything to keep moving. One of the things that I noticed is as we age, our, our movement, we become more sedentary. And I'm not saying that you need to become, you need to continue like doing everything that you did when you were 20. What I'm saying is you substitute those movements. If you are a runner and you can't do that anymore, you need to walk and walk briskly or walk long um, to ensure that you are burning off those calories. This study was for 20 to 55 and those are the ages when are sedentary as we as we get older say after say 35 40 you start to stop doing the things that you used to do um, you have to continue to do your exercises they might need to be adjusted and if you need to know what those adjustments are you can consult a health coach or any any person, you know, your doctor, any, any of those professionals that can help you continue to stay healthy. But remember, this article, as I said, is called 10 Small Changes That You Can Make Today to Prevent Weight Gain. I'm going to say don't try to do all 10 of these. Try to do small things. Pick one small thing. And like James Hill said in his study, pick one thing and try to build and try to adjust these things to your habits so that you don't you know you don't over exert yourself trying to like omit all these things all at once and again consult a health professional before you make any changes to your diet or or your lifestyle to make sure that your body is ready to do the things that you want it to make sure you pay attention to that. So again, my name is Shay. I'm a health coach with Sage Life Therapeutics, and this is the podcast 24-7 Health News. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.